Hey there, welcome to Science Fiction. Uh, my name is Salim Sutterwala, and as always, I'm joined by Carl Ames, my co-host and my friend. Uh, Carl, I'm joining you in a different angle today <laughs> because of because uh, of the rain. Uh, it's it's screwing with my uh, home internet. I mean, I don't not really screwing my home internet because like I can stream stuff just fine. I haven't had it. I don't have issues with that, but uh, apparently, Streamyard does not like it. Well, it's all good. I mean, we're here, we're connected, and uh, everything's functioning well. So that's all that uh, really matters. And you know, we've had some time to watch some movies and and get some new trailers. Finally, it finally happened. Right. Right. Uh, we've been right, waiting. right. Uh, I think I saw somewhere that it's like at least I don't know if it's a. I guess it's a record for the longest the uh, movie has gone for Marvel to, to not have a trailer uh, for you know. Considering Thor, I, I I just saw somebody say that. I don't know if it's actually true, but it is coming out. And like yeah, it was months, close. So. It was it was close, running close with um with Spider Man No Way Home. Like I think they were like sort of close to each other as far as being so long without having a first trailer. Um, but yeah, finally we have that trailer out. Uh, how's everything going with you? Good overall. Well. Uh yeah, pretty decent so far. I mean, I've I've been you know still working on my my figures and stuff. I had to change something up just like within the last hour because uh, I'm working on a couple of new builds and I have to basically cancel one and start something else. But that one's already looking very promising. So um, yeah, look nice, nice. All those. Yeah, I uh, I'm doing well as well. Um, I wanted to ask you something. Did you see that a uh, rumor? going around that supposedly Andrew Lincoln has joined the MCU. So first it was announced that he has, and then it was saying it was a fake rumor, and then there was reports again that he has. Hmm. Uh, you know who Andrew Lincoln is, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the rumors were like he would play either, like, I mean, this people are speculating, not only rumors. The rumor itself is that he was joining MCU um, in, a, in a prominent role. But then people speculated like he would be Magneto, um, he would be Reed Richards. Um, there was another one people. Oh, Wolverine, which I did not like at all. Uh, which I was like, oh, Wolverine. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, I can I can see him as Magneto or or Reed Richards. Yeah, I hadn't heard anything about that, and in just immediate thought, I think he looks like Michael Fassbender, so he looks like Magneto by proxy. Um, I don't see Mister Fantastic in him whatsoever. But really? No, I can see no. like the white hair on the side. And... No, he's oh, too, I guess he's, he's a little too scruffy. old. I guess he's a little too old. He's probably like ten years older, too old to be Reed Richards. I guess. No, I mean, Reed Richards, I, don't I think, think age is, like... is really a factor at all, but I think he's more too scruffy. I mean, when I think of him, uh, I, you know, I think of The Walking Dead, but, um, you know, I, I picture the beard and, and all of that stuff, and it just doesn't. I mean, Wait. Mr. Fantastic has a beard, sure, but it just doesn't, his face doesn't seem like, I mean, again, all that stuff doesn't really matter as far as looks anyway, as long as they have the acting talent. Because, of course, Hugh Jackman looks, you know, 
you know, eight inches taller than uh, Wolverine. The actual Wolverine, right? They, they. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting with Wolverine if they go with an actual like closer to a real height person. I kind of hope. I mean, I don't know if. if I don't know. It'll be kind of interesting to see if they actually go with someone that's like five three. I don't know if there's a person alive uh, that's a good actor that's five three. <laughs> yeah, well, there's always those unknowns, and that's Man. that's one thing I love about. Uh, that's what I would rather see, in the very least, with like Marvel and DC, is that they take more chances. Like you know, we didn't know Tom Holland was before Spider Man, and then all of a sudden. You know, he's everyone's favorite Spider-Man. He's so perfect and yada, yada, this. And But everyone completely, he came out of nowhere. He didn't have much of a resume. In fact, I remember when they were discussing Tom Holland, I didn't even want him because there was another kid. That right. I, I can't remember his name at all. But when I was just looking, I was like, yeah, that other guy, he looks like more like Peter Parker to me um, than Tom Holland did and i wanted him instead but i mean i don't who knows how that would have turned out but in general tom holland is doing a great job so in the very least we got yeah it's it's um you know it's all about acting chops in the end because they they convince us in the end uh, with their acting chops on playing a part like we we've had countless times like oh that guy i don't know and then oh i love that guy now uh, yeah, could have. Yeah, they're uh, MCU is taking over, so uh, Disney that is. So they're going to fix Fantastic Four. Twenty uh, first Century Fox completely botched it, um, and yeah, they they botched the whole Fantastic Four series twice. The first I saw the first movie was okay. Like I didn't hate it. Hate it. The second one was not good, and then the terrible. reboot. The reboot was even worse. Like, mm-hmm. They managed to make it worse. They had like Reed Richards at like a 20, 20 year old or something. I don't know. It was goofy. I was like, what is this? Why is he so young? And well, it was more know. based on the Ultimate Comics. So he was young. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I did like. I did like that they went with like Michael J. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Michael J. Fox. Michael B. Jordan with uh, with. Uh, uh, Johnny Storm, that was kind of cool, but I, I like the risk date. Like not risk more so, but like the out of box thinking that they took did with mm-hmm. that. But yeah, it just didn't work out. It was just such a bad, really bad movie. Um, and I guess the first the first movie I didn't really like how Victor Von Doom wasn't a um like he wasn't like who he is like in the comics. Like you know he wasn't this like dictator of you know of a country he was just a businessman <laughs> well, um, I, mean, I don't mind a different take i personally for you know for the record i've never watched the movie um the fan four stick i've not watched that movie before the obvious reasons but um that's like one of the only marvel movies i have not watched wait, which However, one uh, the the new one michael b jordan fan four oh, okay. stick. um However, I I don't mind different takes and stuff, just like Michael B. Jordan being uh, Johnny Storm and then that mean uh, the Storm family being black and then Susan Storm being adopted. Like, that's all cool. I, I actually like that. But in general, 
it's more of just the Doctor Doom. He was terrible. He looked terrible. Yeah. Was, I wanted to vomit just looking at him. <laughs> one of the reasons why I didn't want to watch that movie. Um, and uh, like, I, I don't mind different depictions and ultimate verses and all that stuff like that. It just has to be a good movie, and that movie was not that. Um, right. Um, says, I uh, want to ask answer a question. Where do you, you want to? Um, where do you? Uh, MCU is going after this year. Um, it is eventually going to be setting up another Avengers movie. Um, we just they haven't really announced and, it though. Like no, they, they haven't announced like an Avengers. Plan. Like so, they have a bunch of movies planned out for Phase Four and Phase Five. Like when things are scheduled to come out, and there's no Avengers uh, scheduled. So maybe like one of these movies that they're doing, like that is going to be coming out. It's not going to be called the Avengers. It's going to be called something else, like an unplanned project, and then it'll be like the Avengers type of a team up. Maybe, who knows? Well, um, there are so- planting a lot of seeds from uh, for the Young Avengers, right? And then they are planting seeds for like this whole Blade thing with Blade and Black Knight, and we can call it Midnight Suns if you want to. Uh, so they're planting seeds for that, and they're planting seeds for um, just just in general expanding the myth, mystical, uh, what's the right word, like, you know, the whole moon night and gods and uh, supernaturals, when, supernatural side of things, uh, right. Doctor Strange and so on. Uh, so there are going to be team-up movies. They're setting up the X-Men as well. They're setting up. Uh, the Fantastic Four. So all of those are going to be coming within, like, towards the end of Phase Four slash beginning of Phase Five. We'll be seeing Fantastic Four and X Men stuff uh, very, very soon within the next couple of years. But yeah, there's no Avengers movie uh, this year or next year or uh, anything like that. Yeah, it's not. It's not scheduled. Um, I was funny. I was going to think like, is there a uh... Is there a Marvel character named Carl? Like maybe Magneto's like Carl. Carl. You know? Carl. Carl. <laughs> <laughs> With Andrew yeah. Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be funny. <laughs> uh, the Carl. The Carl memes are like one of my favorite things. <laughs> yes. Very classic. Uh yeah, looking forward to Doctor Strange too. It's like two weeks away. It's uh, it should be fun. Should be fun. But yeah, let, let's let's get into our show here. Um, uh, as uh, we're going to be talking about Sonic Two because we didn't last week. Uh, because we got rained out. <laughs> I call it being rained out because apparently Streamyard and my internet connection when it's raining does not like each other, and that's why again. You're seeing me in this view. I'm on my phone as opposed to uh, my regular internet connection because it's raining here, and for some reason the internet is being uh, weird, if you will. So yeah, we're gonna talk about Sonic Two, and then we're going to talk about the uh, Thor Love and Thunder teaser trailer day drop. So first, let's get into Sonic Two, and we're going to play the final trailer really quick. Uh, just for anyone that maybe has not seen that. Oh, great, the Winter Soldier. <laughs> 
These rings signify the commitment. So help me, Thomas! Sorry, sorry. Life or death situation! I need you to use the ring to save me, like right now! Snow, my God. Oh, boy. Ah, Hawaii. I just hope we are not too late. Oh, Lord, there are two of them now. What's happening? <laughs> okay, quick version. Robotnik is back. <laughs> I've discovered the source of ultimate power. We need to get it back or the world is doomed. You brought some kind of... Space porcupine. I am an echidna warrior. Hmm. Hedgehog. It's time to say goodbye to humanity. Welcome to the new norm. This is your moment to be the big hero. Bad time to say this, but I don't actually have a plan. Hey, you got a little something on your... Uh, boy. Someone call an Uber? It's cold in here. Let's turn up the heat. Winter Soldier. Fear not, citizen. You are terrible at this. Your negative attitude is not helping. <laughs> we stick together, no matter what. You're unskilled. Hang on! Untrained. Unworthy. You forgot one. Unstoppable. For a guy named Knuckles, you are really bad at punching. So that was the final trailer. Um, and again, we, the movie has obviously been out, and Carl and I went and saw it. Um, Carl, I'll let you start off. Give me your thoughts on the movie. Uh, what did you think about it? Um, I think, uh, one, again, I love the first movie. Uh, this being again, I'm like the resident video game uh, person here, and growing up with Sonic the Hedgehog games and stuff like that. Like I, I don't know every single game and all of the lore, but in general, these game, these uh, movies um, make me feel like a kid again. It's very, very funny, very all ages. Of, it's not really. I, I would not say there's a Deadpool comedy feel to it because uh, it's very. No age is a very age appropriate for everyone like you can bring your five-year-old to it and uh 10 year olds 15 and it's good for the adults too it's not it's not like specifically adult humor that sure it's kind of like uh i would say it's not quite like spongebob but in in general like spongebob has a lot of humor towards kids but then has a couple of quick uh a jokes in there for adults that are also that only only they're gonna get it so it's kind of like that with sonic uh but not quite as because or like pixar. Get a little bit ri ridiculous a little bit yeah kind of like pixar yeah, humor yeah, like because like pixar started doing where 
they want to, you know, obviously for kids, for kids, but they know adults are going to be watching it too. So they want adults to enjoy it as well. So exactly, exactly. And, um, again, as someone that loves these games and loves this character, uh, and then video games are in general, very hard, to, apparently very hard to adapt to movies because there's hardly been any that have are worth your time whatsoever, even for kids. Um, but the first Sonic movie is a fantastic movie, really great. And so is this one for anyone that loves Sonic. For anyone that doesn't play video games or doesn't watch uh, these types of movies and has no idea what's going on, should you watch it? Um, I still recommend it as just a fun movie. It's a good time. It's definitely the best movie in theaters uh, outside of Batman, if you haven't seen that already. Um, and, and that's pretty much, yeah, like literally Batman and Sonic are the best movies in theaters right now. Um, totally fun. And, uh, visuals actually looks really good. And considering that, you know, the last movie was actually the last movie, uh, uh the Sonic one was the last movie I saw before the pandemic hit. And then if you remember like all during the pandemic, all of these Sonic the Hedgehog posters and stuff were all over the place and they just stayed up all over town all over the country and stuff uh so i always found that funny um but despite that like it's, it was like 2020 when that movie came out and it's 2022 and you have another movie already that they were able to put together another movie and it's decent and to in the very least decent to very good uh, all the visuals looking as crisp and good as they do. Uh, I'm, it's impressive to me that they did that. So um, hats off to that entire team for working their butts off for the last year and a half, two years to get out another movie. And um, and, and it looks really great. And it is done very well at the box office. Uh, yeah. What, what? How do you feel about the movie, Salim? Yeah, I mean, I really liked it. I thought it was funny. Loved the additions as far as... Uh... Tails and Knuckles, obviously, that I love bringing those characters in, and, and it had fun storyline as well. Thought um, there's a lot of similarities to the game, and then obviously Jim Carrey just continuously kills it as Dr. Robotnik. Um, you know, I love the relationship between Sonic and Tom and Maddie. They kind of have developed, like, essentially as, like, adopted kid. Sonic is their adopted kid. Uh, you know, I'm there obviously looks like it's being set up. There's going to be a third one uh, at some point. Uh, whenever that, I'm not sure if it's been announced yet or not. I didn't look into that. No, but, I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's going to be coming out in the next two years, I would imagine. And yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. I think you know it's funny. Like people, you know, video game movies generally suck. They do. Um, like we, you talked about Resident Evil. Uh, like one in one of our episodes that we did, and it was you said it was horrible. I haven't even watched it yet because I'm just not like I'm not that bored, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not. I don't even care to watch it. And I love zombie stuff. Like I love zombie movies, and so I was just like, eh, I'll see what happens. Maybe I'll watch it one of these days when I'm just like, you know what? I'm I'm just bored enough where I'll, I'll watch this when there's nothing else I can really do. Um, and then obviously like Uncharted, I liked. Like it, it's a video game movie, sure. Sure, I know it's different from the video game. It's not a lot. It's not similar at all, other than the names of the characters, um, and the the fact that it's a like a fantasy esque uh, adventure game. 
But yeah, that was different. And obviously there was mixed reactions amongst like, like if you played the video game, you didn't like it. But if you didn't, you probably did. But you did like it. So it was, I, I don't yeah, know. I thought it was really good. And you played it. So I don't know if, I don't know how accurate that is. I mean, I, that's what I heard mostly. Like people that played the game didn't like it. But you and us, another person I know, uh, my friend Rudy, who um, also played the video game, he said he liked the movie too. It's entertaining. Like yeah. movies like that, like I'm not to sidetrack again. I, I, I tend to do that sometimes, but like, um, movies like that, it's like, well, I, it's about expectations. Like, what are you expecting out of these type of movies? It's supposed to be fun, supposed to be action, like adventure. Like, you know, you're not, you're not really looking for like, you know, in-depth plot and things like that to me, at least. Um, mm-hmm. and I thought the plot was okay. It's fine. And uncharted. Um, and then, like I said, getting into Sonic, just a really good video game movie. And they actually took parts from the video game that with a lot of similarities, which we'll, you know, we'll get into here a little bit. Um, so first, first things first, uh, they, they talk about, uh, the, the seven chaos emeralds. Um, so they're, they're in the movie, uh, they, they show it in the end, like when, when Sonic breaks or is it Knuckles or Sonic? I can't remember the top of my head. Breaks I, the, yeah, I don't remember. I think it was probably Sonic. Breaks the 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 green the big emerald uh, um um and you see the little seven little emeralds inside. So each each chaos emerald is set to like possess mystical properties, and it contains like unlimited amounts of like highly potent, powerful chaos energy. Um, the main power of each chaos emerald is described as being like able to transform thoughts into power. Um, so it's kind of like well, it's like reality warping capability, uh, and it allows like them to the person that uses the emeralds it allows them to do certain feats, such as like showing uh, showing vi- uh, their vision gets a lot better, stronger, performs rituals, even revive the like recently deceased. You can do that. Um, it allows like the um, the emeralds kind of generate chaos energy that contain making like. Uh, your like the vast energy making you able like float and things like that. Um, so that's essentially the emeralds in, in, in an essence, and they don't have like an individual like ability in like individually. Like you know how like in, for example, against like, in the Infinity Wars, um, and MCU and Marvel, the the each Infinity Stone has its own you know purpose and to combine together they make you like the strongest person in the universe. But uh, yeah, they're, they're, these emeralds do combine together stuff, but they don't have individual like stuff to it. Um, and then when Sonic gets the emeralds, he becomes supersonic. So, so he kind of transforms it into like, his blue furl turns like golden yellow. Um, his his peach skin gains like a slightly golden hue. The the quills on his head become un, like un, unturned, if you will. And like I said, his green eyes generally, normally when they're green, they turn like a ruby red. Uh, his facial expressions become a little more aggressive. His eyes gain like sharpened corners. Like he possesses like um, 
more of like a smooth, like flame, like shape. And, you know, he's able to do beat I'll jump a lot higher. Uh, again, like float in the air, if you will, like he did show it in the, um, in the, in the movie. He also way like electrical sparks becomes, uh, in, in, invincible essentially. Like he, he can't be hurt. So th that kind of explains, uh, supersonic. As far as like who, what, what he becomes when the emeralds are, are put in there. Um, next to the knuckles, I know Idris Elba's performance as knuckles is it was a big talking point among amongst fans. Um, what were, what were your thoughts on him? Um, it was basically a, a slam dunk when, like, a, I guess it was like a year ago when. Uh, they announced that uh, Idris Elba has signed on to be Knuckles. It was like, this is already now, a year ago, this is already the greatest video game movie ever, just because of Idris Elba signing on. And I, I knew he was going to kill it. And he also, he's like, he's a fan of these games too. He he knows this character well. He was enthusiastic about like, I want to be in this movie. It was like, it was not a, a question. Uh, he, right. he didn't have to be convinced to do it or be told what this role would be. He's like, no, you're gonna be, you want to, the role is for Knuckles. He said, yes, I'll do it. So like, this is, uh, you know, I'm like, who in the world doesn't love Idris Elba? I don't even like, I don't yeah. want to be the friend if, <laughs> if that's the case, like obviously. And then just in general, he, he did great. His voice. Maybe really dumb good. people don't like him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I think there's a single person that doesn't like Idris Elba in this planet. <laughs> um, like, but he, he really did absolutely great. And he, um, uh, like the 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 Knuckles character is one of the fan favorites. He's been around since uh, Sonic Three, and he, you know, everyone just loved him uh, as a character. He was really funny. He didn't have to be like super smart or anything like that. He he was very convincing of the role. Uh, you know, and just was acting chops. It just worked even well. Just again in this silly movie, despite. You know all of you know Jim Carrey's shenanigans and uh, Ben Schwartz and his act. You know his character and his acting ability. Throwing Idris Elba in there just doesn't make sense, but it does at the same time. They actually just really flow really well together, and it just really, um, again, it it's, it just all really works. Visually, right. no, looks awesome too. Like right, uh, and like the redesign from what this whole thing used to look like the original version of these movies were was was a eyesore but with the redesign of sonic they mm -hmm. just flowed into what tails and what knuckles would look like and and this uh, blowing out this whole world uh, so it's really really fun i really love this movie um like i said it's easily at the moment the best video game movie um movie based on a video game of all time we'll see again yeah uncharted came out it's it's i think it's better than uncharted mm -hmm. and then we'll see with you know like uh i think it was pookie that was talking about uh mario or somebody in chat was talking about mario um that's supposed to come out later on this year who knows Probably interesting. they got chris pratt gonna be any good in that is he gonna do a mark is he gonna do like a, a fake italian accent or is this gonna just be his regular voice that's gonna be he has he says that he has a distinct voice for mario it's not his own voice okay cool cool um 
Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I loved Idris Elba in here. Like, I loved. I loved some of the dry humor too that he right. would throw into the mix. <laughs> like, uh, you know, he like the grapes thing because obviously in the com like in the I think in the comics, but the video game or whatever they mentioned like you know how he loves berries and grapes and stuff like that. So he was excited to have grapes in the end when they were gonna go get ice cream. Um, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like he, it's such a fun. It was a fun movie. Like I know it's it, like we just talked about it. It's geared towards kids, but it was just like like adults to love it. I know I was in a theater when everyone's par- all the parents were there with the little ones, so it was kind of weird, but like for me, like because I was like I'm here by myself <laughs> with with the families. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was fun. Like it was a fun movie, and like Knuckles and. Like I said, Tails as well. Tails, um, they got obviously the 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 person who did the voice in the uh, cartoon, uh, the the children's cartoon. So that's really nice. I like, like we talked about that before when we when we reviewed the trailer for, uh, the second movie. How you know that's something different. Like normally they don't you know they don't do stuff like that. They'll just get like a famous, you know, actor or somebody to do the voice. Um, of, of these characters, but it was kind of a nice touch that they they got tails, the actual person that did the voice for the video, uh, the the cartoon, uh, Saturday morning cartoon or evening, I can't remember, uh, cartoon that uh, that was that used to air in the '90s. So that that's fun. That was really cool too. Um, I, I know they watched it as a kid. <laughs> yeah, I watched I it. I 100% watched it. I used to I, I used to play Sonic on the playground. I used to, we used to pretend. Uh, nice. Yeah, we used to pretend we were Sonic, and like I was Tails. I was always Tails because Tails was like the the fun one for me, like because you could fly. So that was cool. But anyways, <laughs> that, uh, Easter egg. I know you said you saw an Easter egg in you that you kind of really liked uh, that you wanted to point out. Uh, well, there's just several from the games. Like uh, I just wanted to point out, like this shot here of sonic skiing that's something uh that's coming out of the video games i believe it was in sonic 3 there's a beginning of the level where you um like you literally just jump into the level he gets a a ski board a skate a ski board or whatever and just goes down a mountain and he's collecting rings and you're jumping and stuff like that and it's one of the it's like one of the funnest parts of that game there's just no enemies or anything you just literally just skiing super fast and it's just uh, really fun. So that was a really cool thing to throw into this movie um, in general. And then I believe just some other Easter eggs, like uh, when he was in the like little tomb or pyramids or whatever, this is kind of Easter eggs of how you get the emeralds in the first place. Like in just the level designs of the games, they had the spikes in the bottomless pits and mm-hmm. all uh, the ball, you know, the rolling balls and things like that, all of the different traps and stuff. Uh, all of those are just things that are coming straight out of the games, uh, inspired by those games, uh, flamethrowers and whatever. Um, one also thing is just kind of like I find it great as well because in the games, the Chaos Emeralds were in the first game, but you could not become supersonic. You could uh, collect them all and you, you just collect them all. Great job. 
Um, but it was the second game that if you collect all the Chaos Emeralds and have enough rings, you can transform to Supersonic. And just like in the movies, the first movie, no Supersonic. Second movie, Supersonic. So I thought that was uh, really uh, cool. And maybe it's just a coincidence they wanted to save it. But uh, it does work out the same kind of way. Uh, and that Supersonic was only in the second movie with Tails be also being in the second movie because Tails came in the second game. So that's really cool. Right. Um, Knuckles came in the third game. However, uh, I just saw today they actually announced a new game uh, that you can get on PS4, PS5. It's coming out later this year. Uh, not that we're advertising or anything, but they are remastering the original three games i believe is what it is sonic one sonic two and sonic three plus knuckles uh they're remastering them and then you can actually play as tails and or knuckles in the first sonic game which they weren't in that game so they actually put them in those games and you can play as knuckles in sonic the hedgehog one uh, you can play as um tails or play as knuckles in sonic 2 which is really cool so i'm like already kind of thinking that over uh anyway um yeah stuff like that and then like before we move on i do also um like i was saying before this made me feel like a kid again like like it's pretty much all of what i always go for when i'm watching movies anyway but uh seeing jim carrey uh be jim carrey again is very right. much me feeling like a kid again because right being a different character like someone that like plays like a puts like a different like you know, features on his face and different acting like a like a cartoon, essentially. Right, um, right. I can like you know, reminiscent of Ace Ventura, reminiscent right. of his time on *The Color* and *The Mask* and all of those great movies from the '90s and stuff like that. Right, it's just, right. It's been a while since we've seen Jim Carrey and seen him like that, so it's really great. Like. There's a whole new generation of people realizing that Jim Carrey, like little kids, they don't grow up with him now. They realize, hey, man, Jim Carrey, they have no idea who that is, but that guy's funny. And now they get to experience that themselves. So it's really cool. No, 100% that. Yeah. Like, Jim, yeah, Jim Carrey, you know, obviously he's the villain, but, but like he plays, like he played the role really. He, he, he brought a, a different, he brought his own, like, feel to the role definitely because like dr robotnik isn't that he's more of a serious character he, um then but jim carrey kind of makes him like obviously he's a he's a serious time but he's more like a goofy serious right um in the movie so right yeah so definitely i, I love jim carrey's portrayal everyone um i like you know another thing before we move on i do want an easter egg that i want to mention so the the person who does the voice of Sonic, uh, Ben Schwartz, um, he's in Parks and Rec, right? And one of the things that uh, he plays a character called John Ralphio, and one of the things that John Ralphio says, like when he says the worst, he's like, the worst. And Sonic <laughs> said that in this movie. Okay. Nice. <laughs> so that was really awesome. <laughs> so I was like, yes, that's from Parks and Rec. That's the best. But yeah. Um, so yeah, all around, I think both you and I agree, uh, go watch this movie if you haven't already. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a fun movie. And, and if you don't want to go to theater, it's fine as well. You can, I don't think like this is necessary. You have to watch in the theaters. 
no. um, definitely check it out with the family. Like if you have little kids, they'll definitely enjoy this and you can, you know, ha- spend time with them um, and watch it as a family. It's, it's worth your while. Uh, so yeah, let's move on. Uh, so next we're going to talk about finally they released a trailer for Thor love and thunder. Uh, we have been waiting for this for, uh, for a very long time. Um, I think Aldo uh, so had a question. What was like, he wants to know if uh, you need to see Sonic One to, to enjoy this? And I would say no. It would help. With, I mean, it would uh, help you know, you know the characters, like because like you'll get more familiar, familiar, familiar with like the relationship between Sonic and Tom and Maddie, and then you'll also you'll you'll know who they are. You'll understand why there's some. You know, there's maybe friction with certain characters and isn't um, things like that. You'll remember why. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's not like a big thing where you won't absolutely understand what's going on or like, wait, what the hell is this? Why is this happening? Type of thing. You don't have to. But I recommend watching the first one too, because it's fun. Yeah, it's I, think I think there's enough in the second one to recap a, a little bit what happened in the first one. Uh, the first one is still a great movie, and, and and you know you get way more detail of what Sonic is and his backstory and stuff. But they do kind of do a a quick little you know recap of his history. You know, with uh, I forget the owl woman's name, uh, his mother or whatever. Like they put that part in the second in the second movie, and you'll you'll get enough if you just start it with the second movie, and maybe. You, go back and watch the first one uh but you'll you'll be fine to in the very least get a good laugh out of it if you just started with the second one yeah 100 percent um so yeah let's so getting into thorland Thun, uh, thunder uh we'll go ahead and play the trailer really quick uh just in case anyone didn't see this it. it's a quick teaser trailer uh but yeah we'll go ahead and play it right now uh just in case anyone hadn't seen it hands were once used for battle. Now they're but humble tools for peace. I need to figure out exactly who I am. I want to choose my own path. Live in the moment. Superheroing days are over. Remember what I told you. You ever feel lost? Just look into the eyes of the people that you love. Me. What? Just listening. So that's the teaser trailer of Thor: Love and Thunder. I liked it. Like I liked that they didn't have a lot. Didn't give away a lot. It was just snippets scenes and maybe they won't like some of these won't even actually be in the movie like 
you know, that we they've done where they do like just to give you a taste, but they change things up on exactly what's going to happen. Um, getting into the trailer. Uh, I was laughing at Aldo's comment. <laughs> uh, okay, Cliff, Cliff too. That's more my style. Yeah, that the teaser trailer is like it, it's good and it gives us uh, what is this? Uh, yeah, well the the soundtrack. So it's mixing in kind of the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, soundtrack into this. Because it's kind of like a, a, a almost going to be similar to like a Guardians movie, simply because they have that that entire crew uh, with yeah, the like a two point five Guardians two point five. Yeah, exactly. And then there's a not to not to again get away from our conversation, but there's a there's going to be a what do you call it um, a, a Christmas special for Guardians of the Galaxy too as well at this December. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think December or November. I can't remember. I always they say Christmas special, but then I always assume it's December because Christmas. I can't remember. Yeah. But I think it it's actually most likely December because they have the Werewolf by Night. It's a Halloween special, so they wouldn't do anything that that close. It would probably be December, October, December. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they're going to be a fun. Uh, for sure, and and kind of getting into the trailer, I like you, know, you saw you you kind of picked up certain vibes from it. Obviously, the uh, one of the things I picked up, like you see Thor dressed essentially like a Ravager. Um, you know, you know, after getting like after getting in the shape and stuff, he's showing also working out, doing that, and then he's wearing like the the strongest Avenger hat, uh, mm-hmm. and, and that when he's doing like the heavy ash chains. That probably weigh like as much as like the Sears Tower. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's he's doing he's doing that workout. So like they show him getting in shape, and his uh, his new clothing comes straight from like the Guardians of the Galaxy again, like the Ravager uh, thing. And he's going through the uh, like he's going through like a like a spiritual awakening, like figuring out who he is because he's not he's not the King of Asgard because he gave that. A way to title a way to, um, to Valkyrie, uh, who's played by Tessa Thompson, and he's also not Asgard's not technically there anymore. He's lost Loki. He's lost his dad. Like he's alone, right? So, um, and at least he d- that, and he doesn't know like the past. Loki is still there that he can probably connect with, but I'm sure we'll see. Find out if that he makes a sneak appearance in this movie somehow. Uh, Loki, that is, but yeah, so he's kind of going through like that spiritual awakening, and you know, he's he's going away from being Thor, that's guardian, you know, with the you know the the with the battle um, armor and all that stuff, and he just kind of looks like you know a rock star in a sense in this, right? Um, so yeah, I noticed that, that, on his shirt as well, the Ravenger Thor on his shirt, he has right. uh, the tree of Idrisil. Uh, the long oh, right. tree on it, right, right. So um, there's a couple of s- pictures here that you you notice. So the first one, when he's standing there with uh, what's Korg. his name, Korg, yeah, and then that's his like buddy now, obviously played by uh, um, I've always mispronounced his name. It's the Taika, 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 Taika. It's like Tiger, Taiga, but Taika. That's what I have to remember. 
but yeah and the other scene when he's standing there he's probably this scene is probably when he decides yeah i'm going to be a ravager because there's some kind of, he kind of takes off something and then like a bigger jacket or something that he's wearing and discards it and he looks like he's like in complete you know ravager like in a ravager outfit um so that was kind of cool uh so the next scene I really liked, they showed uh, Mount Olympus. And, you know, again, Thor's journey is probably going to take him to Mount Olympus, which is home of the Greek gods. Uh, it's, it's, like a, it's like a really epic shot, you see. It's really cool. It looks, it looks really beautiful. Um, and appears as like a, like a city in the sky. And... There's like you see like a handful of the fans that have only gotten to see like a handful of the nine realms. This is one of the nine realms on Mount Olympus, uh, and obviously the main villain in this movie is uh, Gore, the God Butcher, right? So it'll be obviously uh, a point where he's Gore is probably going to go to Mount Olympus and probably kill a lot of these guys, um, and obviously one of the gods he's going to go after is Thor. And yeah, so they show Mount Olympus there, and then Russell Crowe is going to be in this movie as well. And you see a glimpse from the back; you don't see the front, but you see Russell Crowe inside the hall of Mount Olympus, holding like his lightning bolt as Zeus, the leader um, of Mount Olympus. That is, so you know he. Yeah, Thinks Zeus little, needs to hit the the weight gym. <laughs> he yeah, needs to tone yeah, up he, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that is true. He doesn't look like. <laughs> He doesn't look sculpted. He looks like he's maybe like a little, a little flabby. He needs to go back to his gladiator body. I think. Right. Uh, uh, not not trying to not trying to body shame anyone here. I'm, I'm like I'm on the last people that shaming that Zeus. Is. Yeah, all but it's Zeus. Zeus all day. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, that's that's cool too. That's you kind of see the. Um, you know, like the really cool scenery, and you'll see all the, the another realm that one of the nine realms that are within the uh, um, Thor Thor uh, comic book in Marvel and all that stuff. So I don't think this is a nine, one of the nine realms, though. Uh, I disagree with you there. I think no, because this is Greek mythology. So the nine realms are part of Norse mythology, so that's a whole nother. Um, set of beliefs and, and 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 worlds and stuff. So, like Mount Olympus is like with Zeus and Athena and yeah, you know uh, you're right. Uh, all of those Greek gods and stuff. Um, but this isn't like on Earth. So it is like the nine realms where they are like the Asgardians are not aliens but they kind of are but they're gods sort of things they're they exist on a different plane like a different dimension uh but you you can't just fly there like right. uh you have to take the rainbow bridge right you have to take the rainbow bridge and this is kind of like the same sort of deal they, they exist on a different uh plane of existence so you can't just get on uh, american airlines and and go to mount olympus or uh, it can't be seen on satellites or something like that. So they definitely have some sort of access to Earth because they're they're you know they're still Greek gods that people believed in them or believe of them or something like that. But um, 
in general, there, there is, it's a whole nother dimension. One thing though, I really do like about what at least the possibility of having mountain Olympus and Zeus uh, means is that we could be seeing in this movie, especially because uh, it is Gore, the God butcher. He is most likely going to kill everyone in that picture uh, because he is there to kill the gods. So Zeus is definitely uh, not going to make it out of this movie, but uh, there you would are assume, some. Though. We'll yeah. see. The Russell Crowe is a pretty big character, so we'll see if he lasts. But, but Zeus doesn't exactly have a presence in Marvel comics, not really. That's true. So it's that, but uh, Hercules is a very classic big time Avenger that would be a part of the Greek gods uh although he's like a demigod he's still uh he could be there and could be fighting off or fighting against uh gore and maybe he makes it out of this movie and becomes an avenger also Ares is a, a a greek god that also was an avenger in the comics so we could see Ares as well in in this movie and maybe he gets killed off maybe he doesn't but um i would love to see hercules um and in the very least he's, even though i like never read any of the old comics that he was in i've always just loved i always loved greek mythology in general so i've always loved hercules and the fact when i started reading comics and realized that they had their own Greek gods within Marvel comics and right. having Hercules and stuff and having Ares. I'm like, that's really cool. And he was an Avenger. That's really cool. So I always really uh, loved Hercules uh, on the Marvel side in general. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I didn't read a lot of Thor individual comics. I, I Most of I read of Thor was uh, from like the Avengers. And then when he's like, in other, um, like when he's interacting with Spider Man, which doesn't happen that much, he interacts with like, um, Captain, excuse me, Iron Man, Captain America a lot, and stuff like that. So I, I haven't really watched, uh, I haven't really watched a lot of, a lot of. I'm sorry, read a lot of Thor comic books. So I, yeah, you're right, and that makes obviously that makes complete sense because it is on. Um, Norse Norse mythology, Thor, the entirety of everything, the nine realms, and then uh, what the what the Olympus, Mount Olympus, with Zeus and all that is. It'll probably show like Athena and all those other characters, which is Greek Greek gods, uh, Greek mythology. So, yep, that's definitely accurate. Uh, you're right. You're 100 right on that. Um, but moving on, yeah. So they have other little stuff that from the comics they kind of show. Um, they have. Uh, uh, one scene, the way he's traveling in to probably Mount Olympus and around wherever he's going, or away from even Asgard, maybe that looks like in this clip. I think this old Asgard, right? The uh, the new Asgard that oh um, yeah, new Asgard. Excuse me, the new Asgard that they that's on Earth maybe now. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, Do you have the uh, although the picture of Tooth Grinder and Tooth Nasher? Yeah, so um, you see this boat being pulled by these goats, uh, or animals. They, you know, the they're goats. And then the comic book version right there in the bottom right is uh, this tooth gnasher and tooth grinder. Uh, they are not just regular goats. Like I said, they are very strong. They're very fast. They're capable of flight. And typically, uh, you know, from the classic comics, Thor would use them 
to get around to travel when he wasn't using Mjolnir because he would still like if he went to fly again from the comics Thor can't just fly like Superman um, what he would do is spin the hammer and throw it and the the force of the hammer would take him and propel him to fly but in general if he wanted to travel somewhere he would take uh, his uh, two goat friends his tooth nasher and tooth grinder uh, around and it was you know they they have like this weird which I don't know the reference, but they do keep bringing it up that they, if they were eaten, like if you eat tooth grinder and tooth gnasher, they would revive. They, they somehow would just be magically returned back to life. Um, whatever. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, uh, but they are very strong. And um, I mean, they can be killed, but for whatever reason, if they're eaten specifically, they will be revived. I don't, again, I don't know, understand that reference. Either way, um, they are a part of the comics and they seem to, they at least have a small part in this movie. I don't expect, you know, because they don't talk or anything. So I don't expect to see them a whole lot, but we'll see because there could be a whole um, unworthy element um, present in this movie uh we'll see how that works out um which does transition to uh the next thing here uh is that we get to see natalie portman come back she is back uh as jane foster and she will be mighty thor and that means a whole lot uh so if you don't know uh again jane foster natalie portman hasn't been in any of the movies since i believe she had like a quick super fast cameo in Endgame. Um Is she? doing it. I believe she was in her dress, like walking into the room, maybe. Uh because remember they went back to Thor the Dark World in Endgame when he was talking to his mother. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh and when they're on Asgard, yeah. Right. And they're on Asgard and I think she was in that scene just for just like a frame, just walking into the room and then they went it back to um uh, went back to Freya and, and talking to Thor and stuff. But other than that, she hasn't been in any movies since Thor The Dark World. And as far as the actual relationship goes in Thor Ragnarok, um, Thor was talking to some pedestrians when he had Loki around. They were looking for Doctor Strange and stuff. And he said you know, that he and uh, Jane had broke up. And that was it. That's We don't know anything about what happened uh, specifically and what she's been doing since then but she's in this movie she is back she has Mjolnir and the Mjolnir again in Thor Ragnarok um, Hela grabbed it broke it and shattered it into pieces so at some point in this movie that Mjolnir will be reformed and Jane is able to pick it up um, right most people, if you can remember, the hammer is not something that everyone can pick up. You have to be worthy. Mm -hmm. It's enchanted by Odin. So that's why, like Iron Man and back in Age of Ultron, everyone yeah. was trying to pick it up and they couldn't. And Captain America well, almost did it. Yeah, well, that's and, an Easter egg because in the comics yeah. he can. So they kind of make it look like he's almost picking up. And then obviously in the end game, right. you see him being able to finally uh, wield, the, wield the hammer. Right, he was able to pick it up in Endgame to to pay all of that off, uh, but he was the only person that to ever pick it up in the MCU. And no, there's now we um, see there is uh, a human. 
Oh, I thought you said only per. Well, yeah, I guess I thought you meant person as in like character. Yeah, Be- yeah. Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray. Well, in the MCU, Beta Ray Bill's not. Oh, you think that? Oh yeah, Mar- Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm yes. just, I'm just, li- I'm just hearing what I, I want to hear. I guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh yes, and Beta Ray Bill. No, but no, uh, in the MCU, only Captain America picked it up, and now we have Jane is apparently worthy. And uh, yeah, any thoughts on that? Before, because uh, I'll, I'll have something else to add, but I want to see your thoughts. Yeah, you know, well, well, thoughts on Natalie Portman coming back is really good. Like, you know, they're finally giving her uh, as an actress, actor, I should say. She's, you know, she's a, you know, award-winning actor. No, you know, she, she isn't like the first couple of movies that she didn't like. She had like a falling out with MCU because. The way she was portrayed, that this like damsel, this weak like character that needs Thor, you know, and and can't just basically useless without Thor. Um, so yeah, that's why she, she really hated that, and that's what that's the reason why uh, she went away. And you know, I was reading about this as far as uh, she had like a you know a good conversation with like the director and stuff, and how she wanted other direction was going to be for her character and obviously she's going to be like the mighty thor so she's not going to be like a weak character in here anymore in in this thor franchise so yeah she she definitely felt like appreciated and more like okay this character is something worth my time and to want to play so she that so it's exciting to see her back and like yeah you mentioned like you see the cracks in molnir um because from when hella destroyed it um, so you're seeing that put together. It'll be interesting to see how it gets put together. Maybe by um, where where do you go? Where, where do they go to the uh, the the um, where is that place called again? I can't remember. New Asgard. No, no. Um, Dinkler, Peter Dinklage's character, where he, oh, uh, where where he came from. Yeah, where because that's where they he makes all the weapons that that character. Um, makes everything. I can't Hold on, remember, but it was the forge. Um, um, I forget the name of the planet. Val. Nowhere? No, it's not no, nowhere. It's not nowhere. Um, Vorm- not Vormir, is it? No. Vanaheim. No, that's that's yeah. So it's E three. E tree, the king of the dwarves. Um, in in Nedavellir, yeah, So maybe he puts it back together, E tree, um, somehow. We'll see. We'll see how the the hammer uh, gets back uh, to being, you know, one. So that'll be interesting as well. All right. So if anyone is wondering why would Natalie Portman, why would um, Jane Foster be Thor now? Like, that doesn't make sense. Uh, They're trying to make a female Thor. They're trying to get rid of Chris Hemsworth or whatever wild, crazy thoughts you may have. Or you're just unfamiliar with uh, what's going on with this character and you need some backstory uh we can talk real quick uh about why this happens and why this is happening in this movie uh first off uh 
we got a comic book reference. First is way back when. So in general, in the comics, there's your normal, regular Marvel universe where everything you are familiar with, Spider-Man, bitten by a radioactive spider, uh, Captain America, super, super soldier serum and all of that stuff. Uh, that's where your regular Marvel universe happens. But then they also have other universes, uh, alternate futures and things are things that can happen. Uh, and one way they explore that is with the what if sign uh, line of comics, which we do see the, uh, the whole what if uh, animated series that was on Disney plus. Well, the what uh -huh. if comics uh back in the day i believe i actually forgot what year this comic came out uh but there was a old school what if comic if what if jane had found the hammer of thor she actually went by the name of thordis in this comic but it was just a what if fantasy thing just for fun a one-off so thing it wasn't a serious sort of changing the universe it was just a what if comic book uh just an idea but uh, sometimes like some of these old ideas can come back and be re-implemented into the main universe because of it was a really good idea and they want to go for it with it or somebody maybe an artist or a writer read a what if comic book when they were a kid grew up and actually started working for marvel and say hey i want to try to do that uh, thing that i saw that one time and make it for real and I don't know what's the actual case for this, but uh, the writer Jason Aaron, in uh, in the last like five to ten years, uh, he he was writing the Thor books, and they are regarded as his run is regarded as one of the best uh, runs on Thor there has ever been, uh, if like like between the like top three at least, and he wrote. All of the stuff with Gore the God Butcher, Unworthy Thor, as well as Jane Foster becoming Thor. Um, and I've read maybe half of his run. I, I think I didn't read the Gore God Butcher stuff because I wasn't reading at the time. But all of the Mighty Thor, uh, Jane Foster stuff, and the Unworthy Thor, Odinson, I've read. And they are some of my favorite comics I've ever read. Um, so I absolutely love that run. And that's where this comes from. So in those comics, uh, Jane Foster is dying of cancer. So she does have cancer in the comics. Don't know mm -hmm. if that's going to be something that's translated in the movies, but she is dying of cancer. And then Thor did the whole gore, the God Butcher thing that had passed already. However, um, there was another event in which... Uh, We'll just say somebody. I don't want to go into all of that. Someone told Thor that Gore was correct and that the gods were not worthy and that he was not a worthy god. And it kind of shook Thor to the core so much that he became unworthy to wield Mjolnir and he lost the ability to pick up the hammer. He still was a god, but he could not pick up Mjolnir and use it anymore uh, because he felt unworthy of being a god. And therefore, uh, at some point, and I don't really know why or how uh, Jane was able to, or she was near the hammer or whatever happened, I can't remember exactly, but she was able to pick it up. And when she did, because she was worthy of picking it up, 
the enchantment on a hammer says whosoever is worthy of um, picking up the hammer or whatever it says shall be granted the powers of Thor. So because she was worthy of picking it up, she became Thor. She just became a female version of, of Thor and it grew her hair out, made her big and buff and strong. She was basically a God. And uh, the one thing that was kind of a caveat to it was that, even though she became Thor, the cancer in her body was expelled when because the the gods, the Asgardians, they are immune to poisons and toxins and they don't get cancer and sick and things like that. So when she became Thor, she was cancer free. Uh, but when she was her regular self, she was getting chemotherapy treatments for all of her cancer. So when all of when she became Thor, all of that went out of her body, too. And then when she transformed back to her normal self, cancer comes back, but there's no chemo. There's no treatment. So everything would get worse every time she would go from being Jane to Thor, then back to Jane, she would get worse. Uh, and so she was basically accelerating her death uh, every time she would transform back to uh, Jane. Um, so I don't know if that's going to be a thing in, the, in this movie whatsoever. Uh, it could be. It might not be. Uh, it's hard to say because... Do we get this Jane Foster Thor for just this movie? Is she signed on to do like Avengers 4, Avengers 5, I should say? Is she going to be back for more uh, Thor stuff? It's hard to say at this point. I'd love to see her back for more just because it's Natalie Portman. And I really like the female version of Thor in general. But uh, who knows? We'll, we'll find out more soon. No, yeah. Uh, so the the what if volume uh, that Thor what if for Jane Foster came out May twenty third, nineteen seventy eight. That was the issue, the, the date of the the issue. Um, and in general, the what if series started in uh, nineteen seventy seven. Um, in general, so yeah, that's uh, that's will be it'll be interesting, like you said, to see what they do with her character and what like how. How how much he's gonna be in the movie, and in general, like if he's going to be a prominent figure in MCU moving forward, um, it may it might make sense, and you know it'll be interesting if like if they end up doing like a Disney Plus show for her as well, um, just her adventures as as the Mighty Thor, um, that could be that could be something that um, MCU and Disney might plan out as well. So that's some uh, that's a thought process to consider. Too. And then finally, now obviously Christian Bale we know is playing Gord the God Butcher. Uh, we haven't seen like his live action image yet because um, he's not in this trailer. But there was a leak of his toy. So yeah, they they leaked that what he would kind of look like. All right. And then with, with this, though, there is a small, like, disclaimer. Like, this is based off of probably the concept art because uh, just in how general these toys work, they have to, it takes them like a year or so to go from concept to product. So they really made this like almost a year ago, maybe some final tweaks a few months ago. Uh, in the very least, like the comic book version of Gore looks relatively like this with a very light uh like a grayish white skin um but his clothes are usually black he has like a black hood and stuff like that so 
who knows if they in the final product because again we didn't see it uh he may maybe they'll go for more comic book accurate but i i doubt it because i think that might actually look a little worse on screen um having the the black and white contrast um this being more of a easier on the eyes uh having it the white and the cream type of colors um so he'll most likely look like this but there's a chance that it can be different from this right so we'll we'll see what the final looks i'm sure they'll have one more trailer before the the movie comes out uh in about two months no for wait how many months three three months three months um so yeah we'll see it's in july so we'll see uh, what happens with um with that what he ended up looking like but any final thoughts as we wrap up here uh you know um doctor who episode uh i i did have, have you watched the series i yeah i haven't i that's one series i've not really watched Cliff, I'm sorry. Uh, maybe we can get someone on to talk about Doctor Who. Uh, is there a new? Uh, so could then Diana Crosby cover the whole series? Are they? Is there a new Doctor Who coming out? Like, are they? Are they just continuing on with the way they do normally? They did they cast a new Doctor Who? Honestly, I, I think I heard that they are doing a new Doctor Who because if I remember correctly, they're like on a, a female Doctor Who now, but I think she's leaving. Right. But um, is it like is it like the really normal thing much. they do where it's just a continuation? Right. And someone else yeah, is been, playing them or that they yeah, do it, like... it goes, it's been going on since forever. So Right, assume... right. <laughs> oh apparently it's I don't know if this is accurate. Oh, well, I don't know if this is accurate. I'm, I'm reading something here that Tom Holland, they're rebooting it with Tom. I don't know. Maybe that's, that's definitely thing. not going to happen. <laughs> He's way too busy for that. I highly yeah, doubt I, that's I, true. I, That's probably an erroneous thing. Wait, what was Oh, April 1st. That's when it was. Yeah, someone, there you go. Someone made, it, someone made an April Fool's joke. Um. It fell for it hook line. So, so Cook saying the new episode of Doctor Who added great special effects to a uh, good plots. Now the Doctor Who Doctor is a woman. New Doctor coming next year. Okay, so they're just continuing on with the regular series, but a new Doctor is going to be a new care a person is going to be playing Doctor Who. Um, yeah, maybe we'll get someone on that that watches Doctor Who. I don't know if anyone on the bar room does. We can we can maybe get on like somebody that does or just in general somebody uh that we know that watches after who maybe and talk about that but um yeah uh for me that's about all i have i don't i mean i'm excited for uh dr strange that's going to come on a couple weeks next week we'll talk about the first three episodes of moon Knight. i haven't watched today's yet but this today's episode four so that's not really pertaining to what we're going to talk about next week um but yeah, we'll get into the first three episodes next week, and we'll go from there. Um, hopefully, there's not raining next Wednesday, um, and we'll see what happens. And the Bulls are Bulls are up by 16, so I got I got to get off and and watch the Bulls game. But uh, thank you again for everyone for tuning in. Uh, as always, you can check us out on any previous episodes that you may have missed. 
on the on the Barroom Network. You can be on a podcast platform or on the YouTube channel. Uh, please give us a like on the YouTube if you watch the video. We just you know that help can help us get a lot of white um, uh, views. Try to help us get more views on the on 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 YouTube. So if you could do that, and obviously check out all the other shows that the Barroom Network has offered. So till next time, uh, Science Fiction Flash for myself, uh, Salim Sutterwala, and Carl Ames. All right, have a great night, guys.